Hello, and welcome to the Digging Deeper podcast, hosted by 4constructionpros.com. I'm Jonathan. Today's episode features my interview with Steve Smith of Bluebeam. As he'll talk more towards, there is a ton of technology solutions available out there looking to solve a litany of problems for the job site. But one of the challenges of trying to address inefficiencies is the natural complexity of construction. As each project is different, each company is different. There's no solution that works everywhere, but Steve sees this. He understands this. Just as many others in the industry comes from getting his boots dirty himself. But that's enough out of me. Here's my interview. Provide me a little bit of background information on Bluebeam. Yeah, Bluebeam is primarily an AEC collaboration and markup tool that's used uh, by more than two and a half million users worldwide. So essentially, it's it's taking the there's lots of different things that that it's used for, but it's it's essentially around marking up and collaborating with different teams uh, to to kind of make sure that you're you're building things properly, collaborating properly, um, and it's it's kind of a uh, a standard. Luckily, we have that we have that position by a lot of different use cases, so uh, we're blessed to have a lot of customers. And by collaboration, you mean like the concrete contractor collaborating with the general contractor and all the other trades? Exactly. Right. Okay. So what what will happen is there'll be that's one of the things that I love about the construction industry is it's so complex. It requires so many disparate groups to be able to work together. So like you said, there's the subcontractors, if it's the, the concrete team needs to work with with the the architect for whatever reason or the 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 VDC department the virtual design construction department has uh has to collaborate with people that are out in the field it's it's quite easy for them either to send uh drawings out that they can that they can collaborate on um asynchronously or they can jump into what we call a studio session and do it live uh on screen and so they're they're actually collaborating around. Oh, we're on the third floor of this structure. This is what we need to get done today. Or there's a there's a there's a there's a change to the design. There's an RFI that we have to make sure that we uh, we modify this or that. And just because the the construction industry is one of those, it's so dynamic. That collaboration is a key piece. And many of our customers use Bluebeam uh, for that. Sure. What what is your role in the company, and what kind of responsibilities does that entail? Sure. So I am the director of partnerships. So I'm responsible for our integration partners. So that means third party uh, companies that want to connect their workflows with ours for the benefit of our customers. So that that that's my role. So I kind of bridge the gap between other workflows and and Bluebeams, and we connect uh, via integrations to to uh, allow customers to do more with with Bluebeam, connecting those workflows with uh, third parties. I think I read that you have like 15 years of experience in construction. How did you come to Bluebeam and managing all of these integrations and collaborations and 
third parties and everything? <laughs> well, for me, it, it all started right out of high school. I worked for a general contractor in, in New Hampshire. And cool. uh, that's really where, and I will, I will be honest, I, I, I really started to love the industry there. The thing I love about the construction industry is it the built world is ubiquitous. It's everywhere. And that's why to some people it's blind. To me, it's everywhere. Um, and so being a part of that early on was really, was really quite a help. And then um, I went, did some education, so undergrad and grad school. And then I hired on with Hilti, which is also in the construction industry. Um, so I worked for, for them for a time. And then I was over at like a geosystems focusing on a reality capture and other, and other products, and then came over to Bluebeam to focus in on, uh, leveraging partnerships, which is great because I've been in the industry for a long time, uh, know a few things here and there, and it's, it's good to be able to connect those dots and particularly connect the customers with, uh, with best in class solutions. That's awesome. What do you remember? What type of work you were doing with that general contractor back in high school? Oh yeah. Like I, <laughs> I was, yeah, I, we were, we were building, there were two major projects that I was, that I was involved with. One of them was, uh, in my view, it was major, right. Cause I was pretty young. Uh, but it was, uh, it was a, it was a super Walmart in, uh, in, in, I think it was Amherst, New Hampshire. And, uh, and so we, they were expanding that. And so I was in there, you know, setting dowel rods in concrete and, uh, you know, cut using the cutoff saw to do, to do certain things. And that, that's, that's, they gave me a lot of the grunt work cause I was one of the young bucks. Sure. Um, but I, I love, I loved, I loved, um, you know, the, that start in the industry. And then the other one, we, the other project we were working on was, was a school. We were renovating a school, uh, in the summertime while, while the kids were out of session. So. Yeah. One of my favorite jokes that I like is. Once you start in concrete, you tend to get stuck. And then people are in, in this industry forever. Um, and here you are still in construction. So I, I think that, I think that tracks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I very much, I very much love the, the, the construction industry. It's, it's one of those things that I feel is um, it gets, it, 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 it's underappreciated. And I'm quite sensitive to that. Not, not only because it's what I do, but it's, it's, it's really, um, the hard work that the construction experts do, that just the brain power, the ability to collaborate. Um, I mean, if you even just look at the construction industry and say, I, I can't think of another one that's more complex, honestly. If you're building something in a factory, it's all a predefined set of environments. Your inputs are are accepted and, and they, they are what they are. But when you look at even, even like you mentioned concrete, right? Concrete is so different depending on where you are, depending on uh, what PSI is, is called for, depending on what kind of reinforcement it, it, it requires, if it's rebar or if it's if it requires uh, PT cable. There's just so many parts to even that piece. And then you take that the project that's built on one side of the road is going to be built very differently than the project on the other side of the road, just because it has different people that are working different. Every single job site is unique and, and has its own has its own um, unique challenges. And I think that's one of the exciting pieces, but it's also one of the underappreciated things. Like if you were just to walk up to someone on the street, say, how would you build that bridge? They would have no idea. Right? No idea. Like, why are why is it taking so long? Well, have you ever set a pile before that has to last for like fifty or hundred years? No, you have never done that. So all the geotechnical stuff, all the stuff that, that's required uh, behind that is is kind of this behind the scenes thing um, that I every time I kind of uh, go to a trade show or hear from a construction expert, I I learn something new and different, and that's that's one of the things that really gets me going, gets me really excited. Yeah. 
Yeah. The Bluebeam website has this motto of sorts on the homepage, and it reads construction software for innovators. Mm -hmm. How do you define an innovative technology for the construction industry and contractors? I, I think sometimes innovation, again, it seems really scary, particularly to those uh, to those of us in the construction industry, we've been hearing it a lot, right? Like sometimes we think, okay, it's this big, um, this big splash that's required for me to fundamentally change what I do um, because it's so disruptive. Like there's this idea of like disruption and innovation, and there is a lot of that as well. But then, but I think the other thing that that I love about innovation is it can be very simple, right? Um, yeah. For example, Bluebeam, Bluebeam, just that idea that hey, there's plans. People need to talk about them. Just let's jump in a session and talk about them. So that's that's that level of innovation is where is where it's like simple. It's like meat and potatoes innovation. And I think those are the things that that I have seen resonate more and more over time. Now there are some very disruptive innovations that that are out there that that are uh, you know model based uh, plans. BIM. Some some people view that uh, with with a lot of with, with the challenge that it is to 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 create a virtual model. Um, you know, reality capture, which is another which is another uh, topic I know quite well. There, there's just a lot of things that are out there that that are leading out. Uh, you know, green building technologies. Those are also those innovations can be can be somewhat scary. But I think the the real definition of innovation comes down to what is it that you can incrementally absorb on your crew, on your team, on your outfit that can help you that can help you be more efficient with your with your work. Yeah, I like the idea that not all innovative solutions, technology or not, has to be disruptive. They they can be, they might be. There's, you know, holy grails out there, like you said, but it, not everything has to completely change the way everybody does everything. It can be just that creative solution to a problem that you didn't think you had. Exactly. And that creativity is where is where I've seen the most innovation uh, come come out. Like, how, how are you? Um, how are you doing this or that? I had one example, I was talking to a customer not too long ago, and they were using Bluebeam Review, which is one of our main products to 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 do their spool drawings for um, for an electrical application. So they okay. instead of sending it back to the, the the virtual design construction team, the VDC team, they were just marking up right there in Bluebeam and then creating their spools from there, going out directly and fabricating. So there, there are ways that, that you're like, I never would have thought to do that, or that that the company was, you know, okay, yeah, you just do what you've got to do. We're just, we just want to make sure that things look good once they hit the job site. And clearly it was working because they had harmonized around that. But there's lots of those little little inner innovations that that wouldn't require um, anything but someone thinking about a problem maybe a little differently than it was thought of before. Yeah. Not too long ago, you wrote an article for ForConstructionPros.com about how dig digitalization can empower construction with technology helping and helping address inefficiencies. What kind of inefficiencies are we talking about there? You, you mentioned uh, collaboration a lot there. Yeah. Um, one of the one of the challenges around inefficiencies comes from, I would say, complexity and just being flat out busy. Right? We all know this in the construction 
the construction business, that there's just not enough workers to do what we need to get done. That goes for folks out in the field. That goes for for trained people in um, back in the back office. Like it requires an immense amount of collaboration and coordination. And what happens when you move so quickly is you get into that groove, right? So instead of thinking about these um, problems as maybe I could do it a different way, it's more I just have to hunker down and keep going because. I don't have as many people as I need, or I don't have the tools that I need, or I can't even pull my head up to kind of think about this problem a little bit differently. So I think those inefficiencies are the ones I'm probably thinking about more, uh, or just the overall complexity of of what a job site is um, that makes it that makes it tough to be efficient. Um, but I think I think that technology and um, a lot of a lot of good thinking has gone into that that has has kind of moved the needle a little more towards, okay, I need to take time not to just be in the trenches, but to also take, you know, take a step back and see if there's another way I can think about this. So I guess that's where I, where I would go with that. Sure. And later in the same article, you write that the market is flooded with solutions. And if you go to a trade show, yeah, it, there's so many solutions out there. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of, also a lot of technology available. And but there's a lot of contractors getting the job done with solutions without a lot of technology. How do you respond to the idea of if it's not broke, don't fix it? Okay, so I I will start this conversation to say the first thing I do is I trust the experts. So there's a reason why people are doing things the way that they're doing them, and. Uh, I've been on a lot of demos. I've talked to a lot of contractors who have said, I love your solution. It's not going to work for me for this, this, or that reason. And, and there's sometimes really good reasons for that being the case. Um, in my view, however, because there's so much at stake, right? Construction isn't just something where it's like, we'll just, you know, see if it works. There's safety involved. There's longevity. There's liability. Um, there's just so many, there's so many sides that they just have to be right. And so if there is a tried and true practice, there's a good reason for it. And so I think sometimes it in in the name of innovation, a lot of really good practice um, may be overlooked. So th that's the first thing I would say is there's reasons why things are done the way that they are. And so really going in with a collaborative listening approach with contractors has been the best solution for for me, because I'm learning from them saying, oh, you're doing it this way. Have you thought of it this way? And then I'll go back to my my training at Hilti. You put the tools in the hands of the experts. You don't try to go out there and and um <laughs> there was one demo where um I won't name the the other the other brand but one of the other brands challenged one of the interior finishing crews to um to install drywall screws faster than him with the so the 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 contractor had a correlated system the the expert had just a standard you know drywall gun and and you know was pulling screws out of the box. He torched them. He absolutely torched <laughs> them, right? And so, so the key is to put those to put those tools in front of the experts and let them let them try them. And so, I think if I'm looking at that, um, let's just assume that this this contractor is at a trade show, right? Like, I know I I don't know what I don't know, but I'm I've been in the business for a long time. The yep. the suggestion I would make there to that to that crew manager or small business owner or whomever it is, is, is to be discerning, right? 
like you know the business problems that you that that confront you every day. It could be workforce management, it could be this collaboration piece, it could be it could be some technology that you hear is in the industry. So be discerning about what business problems you want to solve. Um and 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 literally don't don't overthink these initial steps, right? You're you're going down a path, don't overthink it. You're probably doing more than 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 you than you give yourself credit. And and you're allowed to say, I need to solve this problem. And odds are there's a technology that can help you there. The, I have never gone to a trade show. Um, if it's Con Expo or World of Concrete, I'm a little bit of a trade show junkie, um, where I haven't found something that just blew my mind. Like, wow, that is crazy that they're doing that. And I think that happens to um, to contractors as well. However, they've got to put themselves in those environments to learn. You don't have to be at a trade show, but you do have to have a mindset to learn. So that's what I would say. Like, know which, know your problem set and then narrow down the solutions over time. Be discerning as you do that um, and give yourself a little credit along the way. Yeah, and before you even go, have a problem that you want to get solved. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're just going to check out equipment and and see the new things, that's great. Maybe, you know, check out some old friends because that's that's perfect place for it. But if you have a problem, be aware of it and start thinking about you know, what you can actually solve and what might out be out there. So, yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. Well, you, you mentioned uh, you're a trade show junkie. What was the uh, the latest trade show and where are you going to go next? Um, I always love Con Expo. I think that's my, that's, that's gotta be my favorite event because there's just this, like, I don't know if it's like the little, the little kid, like kindergartner wonder, wonder (laughs) that goes around, you go around, you look at this equipment and you're like, I can't believe that this is happening. Right. Like, like they had, they had some of the, the skid, the, the, the autonomous skid steers that were out there doing work out in, out in the outdoor pavilion. And then they have all of these technologies um, around what they're doing with hydrogen fuel, they're around uh, electrification of of some of those some of those larger platforms, which is quite interesting. You can just see the industry trying to learn and grow and solve some of these massive problems. Uh, some of them are quite simple, right? Like if it's a new anchor, okay, right? It's not going to blow you know everyone's mind, but everyone's like, wow, I can set anchors faster, right? Or yeah. or if it's if it's on the digital side, it's like taking three steps out of a process that existed be- that, that that existed before right we're going to make it easier for do to do this thing or to connect your field with the office right there's all these cool collaborations that that come out so yeah i would say con expo is probably my favorite um i'm going to i'm going to go to a couple others this year i'm going to go to iheap which is in salt lake city this year so um i'll be there that's that's kind of an infrastructure conference um, I'll be there. Um, I'm going to a couple other industry shows uh, later this year, and, and I'm always looking forward to World of Concrete. So, <laughs> are you going to these just out of your own interest, or are you going on behalf of Bluebeam? On behalf of Bluebeam, right? So awesome. that's that's my role too, right? To to meet up with our current list of par- of integration partners and to to see what else might be out there, other other third parties that we would want to integrate with over time. So that's that's. It's just you know to maintain a, a, a you know a sense of the the pulse of the industry, if you will. Uh, I really enjoy uh, going out there. And and the other cool thing is in many of these many of these events, Bluebeam will have 
a booth presence or uh, I may or may not be presenting or, or something. So there's there's other reasons to go to these events, but um, I do like to go to go there. I, I'll be honest, the construction industry is 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 awesome because it's a little more old school, right? So like shaking someone's hand, meeting them, you know, staring into their eyes, like just say, hey, this is this is what we're doing. I just love talking with customers and hearing from them how they're using our solutions how integrations could work. So I guess um, I'm a little old school in that way too. I mean, of course, we're, we're doing this digitally and that's fine. But um, but sometimes it's great to just get out and, and meet people in person. Oh, definitely. I think I, I hear what you're saying about the construction being old school um, because there are tried and true methods on how to construct and you just have to have that mindset of this is how it's done because it has to be done this particular way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we can be innovative, but it still needs to be done this particular way. So bringing yeah. new technologies and new innovations into this industry, it does take time. But as you said, at Con Expo, there are so many new ideas out there and it's almost overwhelming. It's, it's very much overwhelming if you're not yeah. focused, right? Like you can totally get overwhelmed by what's out there, let alone, you know, at, at the trade show. But, but you know, you, you try to get out there and all of a sudden you're getting all these emails in your inbox. How do I navigate this? And again, that idea of discernment is really important, right? What is really going to resonate for you and your, and your team, for your crew, for your, your back office staff? I mean, that, that's something that you have to be able to kind of winnow, winnow through and say, here's the business, like you were saying, like, what's the business problem I'm trying to solve? What's the, what's the efficiency problem I'm trying to solve? Um, and, and then see what solutions might be out there. Yeah, I want to pull your ear about a little bit more about that. How can a contractor or a business owner um, start developing that idea back in the office? Like, how do they start that conversation uh, within themselves and their team? The smart, the smart folks in the industry will always have a little bit of time dedicated to learning, right? Mm. So um, early in my career, uh, one of the one of my mentors said, "Beware of people who have all the answers." And I think that would be what I would say. Like, if you feel that you have all the answers, check that assumption, right? Because there's a certain point at which you have to say, well, is there a different way? Is there a better way? What am I doing to learn about that? Because you may be the best industry. Someone out there is the best at whatever they're doing, right? I'm not saying that that doesn't exist too. Um, but what I am saying is the, 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 the best folks in our industry are always trying to learn something different and grow their, um, their understanding. So I would say the first step is to dedicate just a little bit of time. If it's you know, little, even little things like I'm going to watch a podcast, I'm going to listen to a podcast uh, once a week, or I'm going to um, subscribe to this little thing, or I'm going to go to this event with this specific question in mind. Um, I, I think those are the folks that I have found really move the needle for their teams in terms of making sure that they're on that leading edge of of innovation. I see that Nemechek Group, the parent company of Bluebeam, has partnered with the 1BM website for their construction story of the year, which sounds extremely interesting. Uh, with that in mind, can you share some examples of construction managers adopting new technologies and you know some of your favorite stories? Yeah, so we, we have partnered with the B1M is what they're called, they're called the B1M. And um, they have been excellent in just kind of 
the the I have met Fred Mills, who who is kind of the face of the B1M, and um, it was really it was really quite a a cool thing for me because he has a very similar story, right? I love he has a love story to, to construction as well, and um, just making sure that that the the dignity of the construction industry is continued. So that's kind of the baseline, right? So I love that whole story. And the thing that the B1M does is there's a lot of highlights on some really cool stories that are happening in construction. And so we've we've partnered with them to kind of focus on that. And um, and I'm I, I'm not part of that vetting process. I I just kind of follow it from afar. But but the thing I really like about that prop that program is it it highlights some of these world-defining projects um, hmm. or specific applications that that are that are quite interesting. I think the the one that won last year, if if I'm not mistaken, we'll have to we'll have to check this, but I think it was ITER which did which did the fusion project. They're they're working on some 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 fusion technologies, which is quite uh, amazing. And um and so there there are these there are these projects that are out there that are really kind of changing um the built world. They're changing our world. And those are those are some of the stories that we highlight. Now it could be that there that there's a really cool story or innovation uh, that may qualify that might be a little bit more of that meat and potato meat and potatoes type project, but is really cool. Um, I think those are the types of projects we're looking for too. And uh, we can leave some links um, to kind of let folks apply for that if they want to. Um, but yeah, that's that's a little bit about the construction project of the year. Sure. When you're talking to you know, companies at trade shows and through your work, um, I, I do any stories from them stick in your mind? Um, yeah, I, I think I think that when when I talk with customers, I and again, I'm just going to speak specifically to how Bluebeam is used. Yeah, um, there there are some customers that that um, they you know I'll. <laughs> I'll walk I'll walk around a trade show and I will typically have like a blue bean pin or like a t-shirt or polo shirt or something. And I've like I said, I've been in the industry for a long time, you know, for for other companies. Like um the first thing that comes out of folks' minds, and I'm just telling you this is my just one one little data point here, but almost inevitably, the first thing people say about my shirt or whatever, oh, blue bean. I love blue bean. And so I have these conversations with people um, that that are that are essentially around how Bluebeam is allowing them to do something very 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 complex or or simple, but to do it better. And and so one one example that I can think of is um, I was I was actually at my my daughter's uh, gymnastics um, right. gymnastics like practice, and I didn't even know that I, I had forgotten that I'd thrown on a Bluebeam T-shirt. And a customer walked up to me and was like, oh, Bluebeam. Oh, I love Bluebeam. Again, it was one of those I love Bluebeam moments. And he goes on and says, I'm a small MEP contractor. I'm so excited. Um, I'm using it probably like 5% how I should. And so I'm getting trained and I'm really excited and I love your t-shirt. So, so from, from my perspective, it's, it's, it's those little moments where um, I'm not jumping into their specific use case, right? Because I'm talking to people at a booth or whatever. They're not opening up their laptop and saying, hey, here's a review. But what I'm, what I'm hearing from them is how what we're trying to do at Bluebeam with construction collaboration, with AEC collaboration, with working with the design space, with VDCs, with RFIs, with punch, there's all these different workflows that Bluebeam is used for that we're, we're, we're resonating, right? And and that's been a, a part of Bluebeam's twenty year history is that is that it, it's it's maybe not 
as broad of a tool as others that are in the industry, um, as in you can't use Bluebeam or Review or Studio for everything, um, but it can be used for very specific things. And when it is used, it's it's uh, used quite heavily. So that's how I would describe it. Um, and it's a great it's a great place to be. Um, very grateful for for the customers that that support what we do at Bluebeam. You have a long history of being in construction. You've got you you've came from you know burnt you know, dirty boots all the way through tool manufacturing and and here you are at a technology company. What would be kind of your top lessons learned throughout your career from both your construction side and all all the way to your more recent at Bluebeam? I think that, okay, the first thing that really bothers me, I, the next time I sit <laughs> in one of those, I just, I'm sorry, this is, I'll get off my, I'll get off my, uh, my, my stump here in a minute, but um, I really struggle when I, if I see that, oh, construction is a laggard in innovation and efficiency or or whatever, and, and they put the little chart up versus like healthcare and education and uh, manufacturing, and you just see construction like down, oh, it's so bad. And, and it is, it is a problem. Um, I'm not trying to say that, but I think the first thing I would say to, to, uh, to my peers in the industry is all of us are using technology. All of us are using technology, right? Like, I don't know anyone who who is not harmonized around some sort of app, some sort of like program, some sort of technology, some sort of if it's reality capture, if it's measuring with a with a laser, if it's if it's you know using a cordless tool. Like, the, we are not as we. I don't think I don't think we're as bad off as as folks would say when they when they say, oh, we're never going to get more more efficient. And and my my first feed my first item of feedback there is okay if that's the fundamental understanding we all know it. Let's move on, right? And so that would be the first thing is so what are we looking at and the things that get me excited? What are we looking at like downstream that's really going to change how how work is done in our industry and. Again, from my perspective, and at Bluebeam, we're very excited about our ability to leverage new integration platforms, new opportunities to work with with other uh, with with other types of contractors, other types of applications, with other types of of uh, programs that that will uh, enable our customers to be more efficient, right? And I think that's what it's what it's going to take. It's going to take okay, we understand where where we were at. What's it going to take for us to to do better? Um, and I think the other thing that that is just uh, that I love seeing is the focus on that next generation. I'm starting to see that 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 thinking of like how do we adopt new technologies? Um, so, for example, when we were when we were at, when I was at Leica and we were looking to promote a technology that was a fifth the, the price of of something that existed on the market, um, those who adopted that that technology didn't have to pay five times the price. And have a surveyor on staff to figure it out. Now they had it. They had a tool that they could essentially purchase relatively simply, pull out of the box, and start scanning with the laser. Right. And the same things exist with technologies that we have on our laptops, on our phones, um, that that are just really transforming the way that work is done. And um, of course, it's overwhelming, just like we talked about. Right. It is overwhelming. There's a lot out there. Um, but my my. my um, my excitement comes from the fact that we have a lot of a lot of awesome innovations coming down the pike for our customers um, on the Bluebeam side, 
Um, and I know that that the peers, my peers in the industry are doing the same thing. So I think over time, we're going to start seeing that in, that inefficiency uh, stat creep back to where to where it belongs. And it's going to require a lot of work. But um, that's why we're here. Definitely. Where where can people find more information on Bluebeam? Because not everybody's going to be able to find you with Polo on. That's right. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, although I would love to, right? I, I, my polo, my my polo shirt saying, "Hey, Bluebeam, how can I find it?" Yeah, I agree. So you can find us at www.bluebeam.com, and um, you can you can get trial licenses there. You can learn more about our solutions, um, and you can obviously look up uh, look me up on LinkedIn as well. Uh, be happy to put you in touch, uh, put anyone in touch with with folks that can help them further to learn more. Well, that's great. Thank you very much for your time. Appreciate it. Thank you. That about does it for this episode. Thank you to Steve once again for taking the time to speak with us. And thank you for taking the time to listen. This has been the Digging Deeper podcast by 4constructionpros.com. You can find this episode and more on Stitcher, Apple Podcast, Megaphone, or your favorite podcast app. Until next time, if you keep listening, we'll keep digging. Bye.